Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Louis Varlin looks pretty good. Let's break it down on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Wednesday, May 10th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's talk about Louis Varlin, who had a strong start up against the Padres. Six innings, one run, six strikeouts with 14 swinging strikes. Scott, the overall numbers don't really show it, but... The strikeouts look good. The swinging strike rate looks very good as well. 29% rostered is Louis Varland. Uh, are you looking to add him? Yeah, I would say so. He has an, an impressive ability to, to miss bats, 14 swinging strikes on 95 pitches in this one. And that's something we've seen consistently from him in his sporadic appearances in the majors. It's with a diverse arsenal. Five of those whiffs came on the fastball, four on the cutter, two on the slider, three on the changeup. He has seen his prospect stock rise over the past couple of years with improved velocity, uh, that new cutter pairing very well with that slider. But he doesn't have like a, a, a it's it's not like an obvious ace profile. He doesn't have that wipeout pitch that really sets him apart. And so you look at his minor league numbers, big strikeout rate, kept the ERA down too, but the hit rate was high. The home run rate was high. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a huge ceiling here for Louis Varland, but he is going to get some run with all the injuries in the Twins rotation. He does have strikeout ability, and I think given the the pitching-starved environment we're in right now, you're not going to do much better off the waiver wire than Louis Varland. Would you drop either of Brandon Fott or Jack Flaherty for Louis Varland? I would drop either of Brandon Fott or Jack Flaherty for Louis Varland, both of whom... We're just dreadful on Tuesday. And in fact, I think it's pretty likely Fott gets sent back down. So, not done with him forever, but it's been pretty ugly so far. All right, yesterday we spoke about Dylan Cease and his struggle, Scott. Let's talk about Alec Manoa, 
who continues to look broken. He was at the Phillies on Tuesday, four and two-thirds innings, three runs, four walks, and just one strikeout. Only three swinging strikes on 94 pitches. He's got a 4.83 ERA. The walks are way up this season, allowing more hard contact, hits, home runs, and the swinging strike rate is way down. Scott, what do we do with Alec Manoa? I mean, I guess you just sit on him. There's, I don't see what else you can do. Obviously, you're not going to trade him. Uh, but it's it's it started out bad, and it's only getting worse because it went from being, okay, he's not throwing enough strikes, he's walking too many guys, this is out of character, but it'll come around. Now in his last two starts, three swinging strikes in each, so the stuff isn't even playing like it should, and that's very worrisome. It makes him unusable at the moment, I would say. But at the same time, in baseball, often it, it, it's it's a very small adjustment that could lead to major changes in performance. Uh, it could be a mechanical thing. It could be could be a lot of different things. But things can change very abruptly for pitchers who we know, who are as talented as we, as we know Alec Manoa to be, pitchers or hitters for that matter. And it wouldn't shock me if next time out he throws seven shutout innings and strikes at 11. So that's why you can't dump him. Uh, it's, at some point, if, if, you know, if this continues into the summer, maybe we'll get to that point. But right now you can't dump him. And, um, you know, you just got to hope he turns things around. All right. We had a bunch of outfielders emerge here on Tuesday and just names that have been playing well in general. Uh, Lars Newbar went one for four with his third home run of the season. Harrison Bader went three for four, and he is crushing the ball since returning from the IL. Jorge Soler, a double dong, one of which went 468 feet off of Brandon Fott, who we spoke about earlier. Uh, Jerks and Profar, two for four with a double dong. TJ Friedel, two for four with a triple, two runs, two RBI, and his fourth steal of the season. And Christopher Morell's first game back in the Cubs lineup, two for four with a sock and a shoe. Scott, who are your, let's go with three favorites from that group. Newt Barr, Bader, Solaire, Profar, Friedel, and Morell. I mean, Newt Barr's a clear number one. It's a little ridiculous to me that he is available enough that we can talk about him in this setting because he was, you know, maybe the trendiest outfield pick of draft season. And he's pretty much done exactly what we wanted him to do. He did miss that time with the thumb injury. But since coming back, he's batted leadoff mostly, played against lefties and righties, reached base at a 400 clip. Enough power and speed that, to round the whole thing out, like not huge power and speed, but enough. It's it's sort of a Brandon Nimmo, Christian Yelich profile, maybe the best of both worlds. And Lars Nupar, I would say, is must roster. Uh, my second favorite is probably Jorge Soler. Huge exit velocities, of course, that's true every year, and it doesn't always translate to big numbers. In fact, it usually doesn't, but he has had the 48-homer season in the past. He did have that half season with the Braves where he was must start, and maybe he's doing it again. We can at least hope for that if we have a need in the outfield. Third choice, it'd be between Jerks and Profar or Christopher Morell. I think it depends whether you you want to shoot for upside with Morell or whether you need security with Profar. You know, Profar's off to a terrible start this year, or he was prior to this two-homer game, but he's still an everyday player for the Rockies and, and one who often bats leadoff for him. So that could be valuable if he performs like we've known him to in the past Morell had huge minor league numbers, but big strikeout issues and, and playing time questions too. 
For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.